0: Is the main event. Whatcha gonna do? If you're some man! Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be! Yeah. Yeah. yeah! I am the game, Costco said so. Oh my god! What I'd like to have right now. Rest in peace, Water be the man, you gotta beat the man! Are you Ready. Everyone has a price. Yeah, i come here to fight. And innovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. Introducing your old school pro wrestling nostalgia podcast, Beyond the Bell.
1: Tonight, we go back to March 31st, 1996. From the Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim, California, we present Wrestlemania 12. Welcome to Beyond the Bell on the SNS Radio Network. I'm your Wrestlemania Rush host, Sean Becker, and back with you to relive Wrestlemania. Let's get started tonight, we'll look back at WrestleMania 12, another WrestleMania taking place in California, this year in Anaheim, California, and the year 1996, we look back at the background, the event itself, and its place in history, buckle up, we relive the first ever Iron Man match, the first and only Iron Man match at WrestleMania.
0: Come true for Shawn and
1: Michaels. beginning in 1994 with Bret Hart's ascension to his second reign as WWF champion Vince McMahon's empire draped itself in the colors of an ad campaign called the new generation Vince chose to move forward with a newer set of soldiers trying to bury the older ghosts of the company's past But while McMahon painted over the murals of Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage as well as Nature Boy Ric Flair with the likes of Razor Ramon, Diesel, and Shawn Michaels, including The Undertaker and of course Bret the Hitman Hart himself, those banished ghosts found a new haunt in Atlanta called WCW and haunt Vince they would. Of course, in 1995, WCW would premiere Monday Nitro to go head-to-head with Monday Night Raw. The two shows traded victories and their ratings war, but McMahon's product was, by comparison, stale and outdated in relative to a show that was live every week and putting on marquee matches as well as showcasing fresh international talent. Those ghosts I mentioned of the past Hogan and Savage plus Ric Flair tormented McMahon by taking a good chunk of his audience. Lex Luger... Who had been a part of the WWF jumped ship in just one day over to WW and made his appearance on the first ever Nitro. Another dagger into the WWF structure. Soon Razor and Diesel will give their notice. Another blow to the company. The new generation was a failing concept, and a desperate. In a sense, hypocritical move, McMahon littered his show with old names. Jake the Snake Roberts, a returning Ultimate Warrior, Roddy Piper, Ted DiBiase as a manager, and Mr. Perfect as an announcer, just to name a few. But it would be two relatively young, time-tested superstars that would carry the new generation banner proudly and salvage WrestleMania 12. Let's go to the event. Much like one year earlier, Shawn Michaels found himself the winner of the 1996 Royal Rumble, having dealt Diesel some sweet chin music to knock him over the top in the finale. Michaels was routinely stealing the show at nearly every event he participated in, and fan sentiment led to a well-timed face turn in the spring of 1995. Soon, Michaels was winning the Intercontinental title and defending it against Razor Ramon in a classic ladder match sequel at that year's SummerSlam. On the same show, Diesel had his hands full defending his WWF Championship against King Mabel, injuring his shoulder during the 10-minute slothing. Injuring his shoulder during the bout it seemed inevitable that Michaels would soon find his way back into the main event picture. However, the championship took a detour when Diesel's year-long reign ended at the 1995 Survivor Series as Bret Hart bested Diesel in a match that featured a memorable table bump where Bret seemed to go right through the middle of the table head first. Hart began his third reign as champion, retaining over the likes of Davey Boy Smith, The Undertaker, in a DQ loss, and Diesel in a steel cage match to establish himself for the main event of WrestleMania 12. Rowdy Rowdy Piper, playing interim president while Gorilla Monsoon was selling injuries at the hands of Vader, decided to make the Hart vs. Michaels showdown for WrestleMania 12 as memorable as possible. In what would be a first in televised World Wrestling Federation history, the fans would be traded to an Iron Man match, where the individual who scores the most falls in over the course of one hour, 60 minutes, would be declared the winner. Rather than feature a storyline full of twists and turns, Hart and Michaels were both portrayed as courageous and diligent athletes. Videos aired featuring both men engaging in rigorous training exercises in order to get their bodies ready for the fight of their lives. Simple, straight ahead, and it made sense. It comp- a, two, com- a, two athletes competing for one goal and training for such. It built up anticipation for the match. You didn't have to steal titles or make someone steal their wife or someone run over, get run over by a car. Simple, competition sold this match. While Hart and Michaels had their road to WrestleMania etched in mutual respect, not every match would have the same backdrop. Supplementing the Iron Man match would be a formidable encounter between two giants. The Undertaker would take on Diesel at a contest several months in the making. The Undertaker was named number one contender. For the WWF title in December of 1995, which made Diesel feel slighted. As a means of protest, as Undertaker had Bret Hart pinned at the '96 Rumble, Diesel interfered to prevent the Phenom from winning the championship. Over one month later, Diesel would face Hart in a steel cage match at In Your House for the championship. In an infamous moment, as diesel went to exit the cage the undertaker billowed up through the canvas through the ring mat itself grabbed diesel pulled him beneath the ring into a cauldron of smoke preventing him from winning as well the match was set to settle the grudge once and for all two legends would return to entering competition as well Rowdy Roddy Piper would face Goldust in a Hollywood backlot brawl, and the Ultimate Warrior returned after a three-and-a-half-year absence to face upstart Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Vince McMahon and Jerry Lawler would call the action for the third year in a row. In a rather curious move, there would be no celebrity involvement at the show, but the event did feature the debut of WW's filmer, Johnny B. Bad, now known as Wildman Mark Merrow. Let's go back and relive the results of the event. Owen Hart, the British Bulldog and Vader kicked off the show defeating Ahmed Johnson, Yokozuna and Jake Roberts. A decent opener, even if the action was a bit disjointed. Ahmed and Vader would become obvious components of the future of the new generation. While Owen and the Bulldog were typically solid. This is about what you want from an opening match. Then the second match of the card featured another WWE Hall of Famer, one of the faces that could be on the Mount Rushmore. On the Mount Rushmore of Professional Wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Savio Vega in ten minutes flat. An underrated match due to a dead crowd, as well as distractions from another match that was taking place at the same time. I'll explain that in just a bit. Austin wasn't quite the Texas Rattlesnake yet, but he was getting there. Just wait a couple of months until you would see the full effects and the talent of this superstar. But this would mark Steve Austin's debut at WrestleMania. Then the return of the Ultimate Warrior, another Hall of Famer in action, defeating the debut of another future Hall of Famer, Hunter Hurst Helmsley. This was in just 1 minute 36 seconds. At that point, Triple H, or the future Triple H, had issues with the Warrior at, at that time, but all of course was settled, but he was happy to be involved at a WrestleMania against the Ultimate Warrior, He wasn't the best to deal with at that time, but they met offenses, of course, and Triple H brought him back last year to be inducted in the Hall of Fame and, of course, his untimely passing. But this was an integral part of the history of WrestleMania as it signified the return of the Warrior and the debut of Triple H at WrestleMania as well. The streak would continue on as The Undertaker defeated Big Daddy Cool Diesel in just over 16 minutes. That's five. This is also Taker's first good match at WrestleMania, you could say, as he and Diesel gamely exchanged big moves back and forth with a few dull moments. Within two months, Kevin Nash would be heading over to Atlanta as he would form the NWO, and The Undertaker would go on to continue his streak. Then the Hollywood back brawl, Rowdy Roddy Piper, defeated Goldust in this episode infamous Wrestlemania match
0: Goldust is just trying to get out of there he look out. he's running over and he's going to hit him he just hit him he just hit Roddy Piper oh this God. is totally out of hand Roddy Piper was hit by a car this is this has really gotten out of hand. Is it over? What? What's he gonna do? This is over. Let's. Let's. We'll return. What's he doing now? Look out! Look out! Roddy. Roddy's going after him. I think
1: this match was memorable, of course, with their graphic and violent brawling back and forth, the gold limousine, or the gold Cadillac, I should say, by Goldust, and then the infamous chase shot that was using stock footage of O.J. Simpson's Bronco chase with an ending of surprise, one would say, embedded in controversy, with the homosexual one husbandship that included kissing and Goldust being stripped down to lingerie. A very shocking, provocative, but it was a memorable match. Those two put it on the line. Dustin Rhodes, Goldust, and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Originally, it was supposed to be Goldust versus Razor Ramon. It slotted in, but Razor was out at that point, and Piper was put in. This led us to the main event, the Iron Man match for the WWF World Championship. This contest is
0: the special iron man match for the world wrestling federation championship i I know i'm sexy about to come down the aisle is the challenger from san antonio texas weighing 227 pounds the heartbreak kids Michael! And Jose LaTerreo, ladies and gentlemen. Shawn Michaels' mentor on his way to what the third trick-off. Wait a minute, McMahon. He's not. That's just Jose LaTerreo. Shawn Michaels about to chicken down. What? What'd I tell you? They stop the music. There's no Shawn Michaels. What's going on? <laughs> Something's <laughs> not right here. John Michaels has left the building. I guess Jose is going to take his place. <laughs> Wait a minute, he's climbing the rope. What? What's he doing? He's pointing up to the heavens. He's pointing up to where a That's a hundred feet in the air. Is that who we think it is? It's the There's only one. I think it. 21, the best. Slamming, hey, German into the He said, "You ain't seen me. nothing yet." Little did we know, he that. And look, he landed right in the middle of his slick McMahon. I'm not boy, he boy. could have landed anywhere. And the capacity got and crash, and he would have landed. Boy. It is flat. And between perhaps the two greatest athletes forever. ever. Throw the times. Listen to this capacity, crowd. I'm just a I've got the boyhood dream come true? Wow, I've got the Horrible Hitman Heart, the excellence of Execution, up be the winner of the first ever WWF Iron Man matchup. And we won't know for over an hour.
1: The heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels would defeat Bret, the Hitman Heart one to nothing to win his first ever world title.
0: The sixty minute time limit has expired. However, this match has been ordered to continue. The knee, and I applaud Roddy Piper for wanting to have a decision. However, I would question that wisdom, given the condition of Michaels. Michaels will just stay. out. Oh, no. look at that! Michaels will stay in it too long. He won't give up. The official's going to have to stop this thing. Michaels will not give up, and Bret Hart knows it. And Bret Hart now. Back to that lower drag. If Bret Hart is gonna have to pin Shawn Michaels. You're right, I don't think you'll give up to the sharpshooter. Gonna have to pin him. Michaels now, trying to put on the bricks, he did. Michaels, he got it. Shawn Michaels got him. He got him, I'm not too sure if he got all of it. Whoa. But Michaels, Look at this. he didn't get all of it. Michaels totally fatigued, Michaels can't cover him. But he got enough. Michaels out of nowhere. Michaels out of nowhere. He hit him with the super kick, but super you'll never kick. you'll never in your life see one of Shawn Michaels opponents get hit with a super kick and then beat Shawn Michaels to his feet. Impossible, but we may see it here. We did. That's no. not over. No, he's not up yet. It's not over. This capacity crowd buzzing. They've never seen anything quite like this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I go Sidney got it. He
1: polarizing match. Some fans felt that it was too dull to exchange holds over the span of one hour, while others appreciated the athleticism and endurance on display. It will mark it down as one of the greatest matches in not just WrestleMania history, but professional wrestling history. And in the end, the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels was seen in an infamous shot that would be played over would be replayed over and over again on his knees, holding the title, in a sense, kissing it, and then it being put around his waist, him lifting his arms above his head and celebrating the fact that he finally reached his goal to become WWF champion. This match did involve controversy, though, as it went to overtime, as it was 0-0 zero to zero at the end of 60 minutes. Then an announcement was made in which would push it to overtime with the fir- the next fall and the only fall to re- which would result to end the match and declare the winner. And just over a minute after that point, Shawn Michaels would deliver some sweet chim music to the heart to Brett the Hitman heart and win the world title. A great match. Really some say this event was a one match show, but it ended with the boyhood dream becoming reality at WrestleMania 12. When we return, we look back at its place in history after this quick timeout. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Highspots.com is an official affiliate of the SNS radio network. Highspots is a leading online retailer for professional wrestling and mixed martial arts, offering action figures, DVDs, apparel, championship belts wrestling gear and even wrestling rings high spots is committed to be your one-stop shop for all wrestling and mixed martial arts products whether you're a wrestling fan a pro wrestler or a promoter you can find what you are looking for at highspots.com go to btbcast.com or snsradionetwork.com and click on the High Spots banner and it will take you directly to the High Spots main page where you can purchase everything a wrestling fan could want. By doing so, the SNS Radio Network will receive a kickback which goes directly into improving the network for you fans. So go to highspots.com now and boost your pro wrestling collection.
0: I, I know I'm sexy. This is Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, and you are listening on SNS Radio Network. I'm not boy, I'm just a sexy
1: boy. The failure of Diesel as WWF champion was evident as early as WrestleMania 11 when fans weren't exactly thrilled to see him retain the gold over the villain of the match, the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels. HBK's subsequent face turn would provide a Maxwell of energy for a company that was stagnating toward creative lows. If Diesel was Vince's new Hulk Hogan, then Shawn Michaels was Vince's new Randy Savage. This was, you could say, a change of pace champion, to provide a different main event perspective after one babyface lost the title. With Michaels as the man in charge, fans could expect the main events to be more athletic, more dramatic, and crisp, which couldn't be said about Diesel's encounters, more clunky. Bret Hart was just as good a main eventer as Michaels, but Hart already had three reigns. He was eight years older than the heartbreak kid. It was time for something new. This main event was contrasted with an undercard that featured a heap of washed-up names, or washed-up in Vincent's eyes at that point. Piper, Warrior, Roberts, etc. As well as building blocks of Tomorrow, the debuts of Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, some others, but while the past and future reign underneath It was the present that took center stage. Shawn Michaels was made on this night. WrestleMania 12 was the Shawn Michaels show, and rightfully so. Shawn Michaels would go on to have a Hall of Fame career, winning multiple championships, leading an extraordinary legacy. Diesel would leave the WWF and move on to WCW and the New World Order. The Undertaker streak would continue on with 16 more victories. Mark Merrill would debut at WrestleMania 12, then combine with Sable, which of course would lead to memorable moments going forward. And some say this was the point. The building blocks, the early stages of of a heel Bret Hart. The seeds were planted here. At this controversial ending. Which led to Bret Hart believing he should have retained the title. Since it was there was no pinfall submissions. It was 0-0. Zero, zero. Tie goes to the champion. He thought he should have walked out champion. This would start his... Anger, this this anger he would have, his animosity towards the company, which would sp- spawn off to the reformation of the Hart Foundation and a heel Bret Hart in the U.S., but a pro hero Bret Hart in Canada. The Ultimate Warrior would soon be gone once again after this WrestleMania, it would not be seen for a very long time. But like I mentioned, WrestleMania 12 was the Shawn Michaels show. And no one will ever forget Vince's claim at the end of the night, the boyhood dream had come true for Shawn Michaels. WrestleMania Rush continues on Beyond the Bell. Thank you so much for joining us. We relived WrestleMania 12, another WrestleMania in California. Anaheim was the place. The Pond was the location. And March 31st, 1996 is in the books in btb history let's take it home as we're in the middle in the trenches of wrestlemania rush your party host for all this extravaganza sean beckerman signing off until next time stay old school my friends
0: i, think I'm cute. I know i'm sexy i've got the looks And yeah. I've got the look That drives the girls Why I got the move That really move I said chill